0: is your drive at 5, an ENC with Tom Lamprecht. Welcome back to News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. So uh, Terry McAuliffe has canceled his planned appearance at a rally today in Virginia Beach <clears throat> just 16 hours before the uh, polls across Virginia open up. McAuliffe was supposed to address supporters in uh, Virginia Beach area with Kamala Harris. I'm sure Kamala Harris, you saw over the weekend... He had a rally, and literally, it looked like a Joe Biden rally. Nobody mm-hmm. was there. I, I can't remember what the numbers were, but embarrassing few actually showed and up. And
1: Yunkin's rallies have been pretty, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive,
0: yeah. yeah. And the enthusiasm, the young people. You know, the the McCulloch rallies look like a typical elderly Democrat campaign rally. Your, your, your typical Democrats show up, you know, the the ones that look like they just got out of the home and, um, sorry, I'm just, I'm telling you like, well, you it know, is. That's the news and views. You know, part. they
1: always say, and, and of course, I've heard McAuliffe talk about it. I mean, he's making this more of a, a national type election yeah. versus a, and, and people in Virginia for the last several months, I mean, he is losing sight of what the issues are. I mean, they don't, I mean, they see, I'm sure they see him as an outsider politician, that uh, just so happens for, I guess, selfish reasons to come back and uh, run for uh, governor again. But he he's not really talking about the issues. He's trying to hes trying to make it out like it's Donald Trump on the ballot. Yeah. You know? Well, he's the one that's bringing in Joe
0: Biden. And Joe mm-hmm. Biden, you just saw the numbers, 70% of the people think that Joe Biden's America is going in the wrong direction.
1: I, I thought that was a mistake. I, I mean, I can see bringing in President Obama because people, you know— <laughs> There's still a lot of Democrats that can just get excited about President Obama. But there's nothing. I don't think Joe Biden brings anything to that election.
0: No. no. Uh, interestingly, last week, Fox News came out and they gave Youngkin a eight-point lead. And eh, maybe that was an outlier. Maybe yeah. not. But today, Larry Sabato up at the uh, University of Virginia, he has changed his uh, ranking, uh, his outlook on it, from leans Democrat to leans Republican. Mm. And multiple polls now have Yunkin up by two percentage points. Wow. Anywhere from one point five to two percentage points. Up to two point three percentage points. Is it
1: like a three or four margin of error like it normally is, or what is it? Most of those polls?
0: Um yeah, I would say that you know, two points is probably within the margin of error. Mm.
1: You know what's interesting
0: though is the New Jersey polls within the margin of error.
1: Yeah, that's 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 really surprising to me.
0: Well, and again, as we mentioned, um, in fact, I can't remember what the Republican's candidate's name is in New Jersey, and most of the New Jersey voters don't know whose name, Mm -hmm. and yet he's within the margin of error. That would be huge. Now, do you want to know why Yunkin is going to win tomorrow? Uh, Here's a Loudoun County mom who explains exactly why Yunkin will win.
2: My children are now in private school and are thriving. We had specifically moved into, out of LCPS due to the swift and uncompromising political agenda of Superintendent's Williams, Ziegler, and the and the school board that have forced upon us. First, it was in early spring of 2020 when my six-year-old somberly came to me and asked me if she was born evil because she was a white person, something she learned in a history lesson at school. Then you kept the schools closed for a year and a half despite the science indicating that it was safe for kids to return. And now you've covered up a rape, then arrested, humiliated, and falsely accused her parents of being domestic terrorists. I wish I could return my kids to LCPS. Private schools expensive and I want my kids to be able to walk home from school with their friends in their own community. I refuse to allow you to destroy our schools. They are not your schools; they are our schools. You all should be ashamed, and you should have the moral courage to admit you are wrong and step down.
0: Bingo! Mm. Pretty much says it like it is. <clears throat> the um, Republican that is running for lieutenant governor is a black woman named Sears, mm-hmm. and you know that that really takes the wind out of the sail when you had Juan Williams coming out today and basically condemning anybody, you know, Juan Williams, the the black commentator on Fox, Fox News, News.
1: Yeah.
0: he came out and basically condemned anybody that doesn't embrace critical race theory as being a white supremacist. I mean, this is Juan Williams. It's just <laughs> like, Juan, have you, have you lost your mind? But um, nonetheless, um, th- they continue to beat that drum. Terry McAuliffe, has now and again, you, you talked about nationalizing the election. He came out today and says that uh, he is calling for Virginia to dis- diversify its teacher base. He is upset. He says fifty percent of our students are students of color. Eighty percent of the students are, of the teachers are white. So what am I going to do for you? We'll be the first state in America, he continued. If you go to teach in Virginia for five years in a high-demand area, that could be geographic. It could be coursework. We'll pay room board tuition, college. Uh, We also give money to historically black colleges and universities here in Virginia. Um, But he he thinks it's unfair that 50% of the students are students of color, but 80% of the teachers are white. And so, and 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 he says we want to diversify by having more of the teachers be black. How's that diversifying? I mean, if anything, it sounds like you're pushing segregation. But and, and so your argument is the government schools are 80% white because the government administ- administrators are racist. I mean, <laughs> I mean, over the past 20 years, the Democrats have been charged the governor's mansion all but four years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're going to use stats for your argument. Consider that twenty percent of Virginia's population is black, seventy percent is white, ten percent is other. So is it racist that a white teacher teaches a black student? Or is it is or is it more leaning towards diversity? I would say it's the latter.
1: Well it's another case of a another Democrat trying to divide by race. Yes. And and just you know, for, for whatever reason, hey, let's don't find the best and brightest. Let's find someone that ha- we can put a label on. Um, yep, yep. But, I, you know, I mean, are, are we going to have that argument for professional sports teams? Say, well,
0: interesting. I, say I, that, I had that. I had that. I mean, look the, NBA, at the NBA, the NFL. Um, well, take a look at the NBA. 17% of the players are white. 74% of the players are black. In the United States, 14% of the population is black. So, I mean, is that a ridiculous statement? Of course it's a ridiculous statement. But so is Terry McAuliffe's statement ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, just look for the best people and quit trying to just say diversity, 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 just based on skin color. That's not diversity. Why but- does
0: he come out with this statement the day before the election? He thinks that this statement will rile up the black vote and get out the black vote big time, and I think he's totally wrong. I th- The idea— that these white liberals—how many times do you said the the enemy of the uh, the black family is a, is a white liberal? Yeah. But but here you go, Terry McAuliffe, white liberal. He thinks if I come out there and play the race card, this is going to motivate all the black voters and they'll rush out and vote for me. I think he's dead wrong. I, I mean, how many times do you hear about conservative blacks looking at critical race theory and just? you know it's just wrong
1: yeah and he you know the the most crucial issue in this election <clears throat> is what's going on in the public schools of virginia and every time someone talks about the critical race theory being taught in schools he he claims it's a lie and parents prove it all over the state is yeah. being done um, so he's calling the parents liars yeah and you know he and and really he doesn't have much credibility you know claiming he knows what's best for for public schools. When he didn't send his own kids to public schools, he sent his kids to private schools. I think four of his five kids went to private schools. Let's go to a source. I always love to hear his
0: opinion. Sutton is on the line. Hey, Sutton.
3: Hey, how you doing?
0: Good, man. How are you?
3: I'm doing pretty good. Look, I'm listening to you're talking about the situation that's going on and Bill war with the, amazing, the people who want to come in and do that work and Cavallini, dying Cavallini, I think blocking it. Yep. Yeah, you know what? Now I used to be. Uh, the minister and with the FLC back there years ago checking into properties and different things like projects and different things and the way attendant was uh, being handled and different things. Don Cavallini was out there then. All Don Cavallini wants is to stir up controversy. All he ever wants is to get on the news. All he ever wants was to look like some big civil rights leader or something like that there. And he's really, 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 really far from it. And that's that's his M.O. That's all he wanted to do. By the way, let me ask you a question. Somewhere.
0: Let me ask you a question, son. You sound like yes, you've, you've crossed paths with Don Cavallini in the past.
3: Yes, sir. I,
0: I have heard a rumor that Don Cavallini has actually had ties to the weather underground. Have you ever heard that?
3: Yes, I have heard that. Uh-huh. I have. Yeah. Don Campbell is what he really is. And you know, I am one like this. I don't I don't, you know, not one to talk about people, but uh and that ain't my MO. But the thing is I know him and I know what he is about. He's about publicity and he wants to be something that he is not. And he has always been that since I knew him from the time when I was working with the S C L C S B.
0: Now so, that has been, uh, been how many been how many how, how many years ago has that been, son?
3: That's been about that's been about ten, I would say about 10, 10 12, ten to fifteen years ago.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But well, so he
3: hadn't no changed because even at me not being a part of that organization now, uh, with Benny Roundtree and serving working with Benny Roundtree them, like I said, my my thing was I went to different uh uh, houses and different people that had complaints against the housing authorities and sometimes you had attendance with the housing authority that was uh, put out, they felt like wrongfully well what I did, I would go sit into the litigation meeting with them and I would get the factual evidence of what happened uh, for that attendant to get put out and like I would always tell the attendant this, tell me the truth because when I go in there to hear that case with you I go in that case with you. If I see different evidence come out, I'm going to just automatically just let it go, you know, right. and not have anything to say about it. Right. But, you know, to tell me the truth, you know it there. When you go in there, you know what? you expect, you know. Hey, Sutton, so we are up against
0: me. a break. I'm sorry to have to cut you off, but we're uh, we're up against a break. Uh, interesting stuff. Don Cavallini, go uh, Google his name and see what you can find about him. Uh, yeah, I've heard he's got uh, interesting background. Stay with us. Benny and I'll be right back. We had a a full hour, could have gone another hour, didn't get to redistricting. they got some new stories coming out on that. Uh, Joe Biden begging Russia and Saudi Arabia to pump more gas while he's at the climate summit. Uh, Doesn't just do anything with the XL pipeline. So a lot of stuff we didn't get to, try to cover most of it tomorrow. Also, we've got uh, Senator Jim Perry scheduled for later in the week to talk about the budget. Uh, There are stories out talking about how maybe there's some uh, give and take that we will actually have a signed budget this year. We'll see. Hey, we got to run. We'll do it again tomorrow. See you at 5. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, all right, all right. Men to news and views with tom Lamprecht, the stories you've heard
3: and the ones you need to hear climate change my fellow global leaders my administration is working overtime to show that our climate commitment is action not words jacking up america's gas bills and utility prices it's a bad idea at an awful time the build back better framework which is god willing going to be voted on this coming week
0: your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Laprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. When uh, Joe Biden says, uh, hopefully, God willing, that will be voted on, that means it has no chance. That's code speak for, I want to put a positive spin on it, but a uh, fat chance of that happening. Good by on, the man. I know, Joe. There is a new poll out by NBC we'll get to in a few minutes. It is devastating. It is devastating for Joe and Democrats. We'll get to that in a little bit. A lot of people ask me over the weekend about municipal elections, because usually the off-year, odd-calendar years, we have municipal elections. And they're saying, you know, I see things in some of the smaller towns, but I don't see anything in the major towns. Uh, Remember, it was the incompetence of the census folks and, of course, we had the big brouhaha about what questions could be asked and couldn't be asked, such as are you a legal citizen, those kind of things. Heaven forbid we ask that. I mean, <laughs> would you not think that would be the first question on the list? Are you a citizen? Um, but uh, nonetheless, because of that, because the census was so late in coming, many of the cities have delayed their municipal elections until next spring, next March. Uh, included in that list for Eastern North Carolina, Ahosky, uh Clemson down in Sampson County, Edenton, Elizabeth City, Enfield up in Halifax, uh, Greenville, Jacksonville, Mount Olive, New Plymouth, Princeville, Raleigh, uh, Roanoke Rapids, Rocky Mount, Smithfield, Tarboro, Wilson, all those cities—I think Wilmington might be in there, too, as well—all uh, of those cities will be delayed until next spring. Now, Raleigh actually is going to be pushed back all the way to November, and they will hold their elections going forth during the even numbers, so at the same time the uh, Congress would hold their elections. So that's why— If you've been saying, well, who do I vote for in tomorrow's election? Well, if you're in one of those cities in eastern North Carolina, you don't have it. You know, it's really interesting, though. How do you you deal with the fact that, I mean, I understand what they're going to do. The people currently in office are going to continue to hold that office for an extra five months. But that's a little weird, isn't it? I mean, uh, can we get uh, Benny's mic up? Does that work? There he is. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> trying to cut me D- off yeah here. don't don't feel bad benny it's just clark's got this thing about <laughs> they you.
1: do the same thing with joe biden they just cut his bike off <laughs> but uh, what does that say about <laughs> you come on man but yeah, yeah how about how about if someone says hey I, i'm tired of serving or i've served you know ever so many terms i'm ready to yeah, retire I, I know ever um kenston locally Kinston's having a municipal election tomorrow um
0: winterville's got theirs a, a bunch of the smaller towns do have them but uh certain i guess there's just certain size municipalities uh I, I don't know if it was how they decided which would and which wouldn't but uh anyway
1: well you know looking at the census numbers from you know several months ago um I, you know they seem a little odd to me particularly in greenville i know mayor pj Connolly and others in Pitt county just it's hard to believe Greenville-Pitt County's population didn't move any more than what they say it did. Um, I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I think there's a lot of places in North Carolina is just a little unsure <laughs> unsure they trust the numbers.
0: Uh, do you see up in uh, Wake County, speaking of Raleigh, the, uh, the bus drivers had a walkout. News and Observer is reporting on this today. And uh, basically two-thirds of the buses ran. A third of the buses in Wake County didn't run. So there were just mammoth carpool issues, moms and dads trying to pick up their kids from school, carpool lanes were long, 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 and a few people got a little irritated. But what's interesting
1: about it is the News and Observer – really tried to spin this. I as, think. I, as, don't even, I don't even have to uh, hear this, and I know what the spin is. It, was, it was all about money, you know, <laughs> that,
0: that we need to, Now, at one point, they did just mention in passing that only 17% of the bus drivers have been vaccinated. And uh, back in wow. September, Wake County uh, employees had to either be vaccinated, it was a date in September, or... They'd have to be tested weekly. And the, the News and Observer really didn't go there. They, you know, they just sort of ignored that part of the story. But uh, anyway, and they're saying, well, you know, we could have additional walkouts. And, and apparently there's a school bus driver shortage all across the country. And can they possibly connect the dots that it's Joe Biden's giveaway program? I mean, look, there's certain people that just say, hey, you're going to pay me to stay home. I will gladly stay home.
1: Well, not to mention that the you know the the trucking industry in general and anyone with commercial you know commercial level driver's license like that um I can't think of the, remember the class now, but uh I mean you can get a job anywhere oh, you want big money. pretty much for what you want yeah i mean you it's, name your price it's a it's a seller's market if you have the all the licensing and stuff, so they were probably in a situation already, but that's seventeen percent numbers kind of surprises me a little bit when you in particular you know they require when you get on these bus i hadn't ridden the bus out there but i've seen the bus you know they've got the signs you know masks required and all this sort of stuff you would think they might have um, done that prior to now the mandatory vaccinations but
0: anyway uh, by the way you you bring up the uh the truck drivers interestingly now if if you were with us on friday I'd mentioned the fact that there was this district judge, Colleen Kohler-Cotelli. And I think she was, if I'm not mistaken, I think she was an Obama appointee.
1: I think you're right. Yeah, that name sounds right.
0: She issued a, a restraining order that prevents civilian and active duty military plaintiffs from being terminated or punished over the vaccine mandates while their, um, their appeal is going through the court system. Today... There is new guidance from the White House. Basically, and and I mentioned this when we were doing the story, I mentioned it'll be interesting to see if they use this judge's decision to sort of back off some of the heavy rhetoric and the mandates and the pounding of the table, you know, pounding my fist on the table that you will be vaccinated or else. Uh, Apparently, the White House is now backing down, and they're not saying – they're not reversing their orders But they're saying things, well, we're now going to let the contractors use their best judgment in uh, deciding whether or not their employees would have to be vaccinated or not. So in other words, it looks like, and remember the the truck industry, in fact, over the weekend, the trucking industry, uh, Bill Sullivan, the vice president of the American Truckers Association, said over the weekend that instead of following the mandate, we're going to give up the federal contracts. They were saying, we have got so much work, we don't need the federal contracts. And we'll walk away from the federal contracts because we feel like if we force our driver to get vaccinated against their will, they've got enough, they can go independent. They can mm-hmm. pick up enough work on their own. We'll go, it, it'll put us in trouble. We'll go ahead and give up the federal, man, the federal contracts rather than cave to the mandates. And as a result, it looks like the White House is backing down in this game of chicken. So uh, it will be interesting to see where this goes. I think it'll get
1: worse before it gets better.
0: Well, the other interesting story was American Airlines canceled something like 2,000 flights mm. since last Thursday or Friday. And it's just like the Southwest Airlines deal. Remember when the Southwest Airlines had to cancel a bunch of flights? Ah, oh, it was bad weather. And it's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And the, if American Airlines didn't come out and say the same thing, they said it was high winds down at Dallas, and we could only use two of the five runways. Well, have you ever flown into Dallas? Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they've got parallel runways. They've got two major mm-hmm. parallel – I mean, it's, it's fascinating to watch it because – You can be landing or taking off at Dallas, and you look over to your right or your left, and you see uh, another jet of the same size landing almost in tandem with you. It's like they're choreographing this thing. They've got jets taking off and landing at the same time. Well, I have never seen – because they came out and said, well, we couldn't use all five runways, so therefore a lot of these planes couldn't take off and land, and therefore we had to cancel some 2,000 flights over the weekend. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. (laughs) But I've I've never seen – I've gone into Dallas-Fort Worth Airport multiple times. I've never seen them using all five runways at once. And I would think – now, I'm not a pilot, and I'm not an air traffic control guy – But, you know, you have your runways based upon the wind direction. Mm -hmm. You're not going to use multiple. You're not going to use all five runways at the same time. For one thing, you'd be crashing airplanes into one another if you used all five. uh, uh, You know
1: what he say DFW means, right? Delayed for weather. Dallas-Fort Worth (laughs) Airport. 'Cause this it's notorious for being having weather delays. But I I think that's just a southern, you know, summer thunderstorm issues just like we have in but, Charlotte and But Atlanta. again, same same excuse that
0: Southwest yeah. used. and what at the end of the day what we find out it was a pilot walkout. It was COVID <laughs> saying no, we're not gonna we're not gonna get vaccinated.
1: Yeah, this but, whole weather issue saying that that's the issue you realize this weekend was like one of the only times maybe only second time in my lifetime that i can remember that you can actually see the northern lights as far south as north carolina that was uh was it friday night i think it was
0: i didn't i I wasn't out there watching the northern lights i did notice saturday night i did notice over the weekend though yeah the skies were really clear i mean you could see more stars over the weekend than you could in a long time prior to that Uh, speaking of the walkouts too up in new york city some 9,000 New York City workers, including firefighters, police officers, and sanitation workers, were placed on unpaid leave today for not complying with de Blasio's vaccine mandates. Now, m- many of these workers are sanitation workers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: De Blasio comes out and says, you know, this is all about health, right? It's all about the COVID and the health, and we want to make sure everybody's safe. Or the Control. <laughs> well, the reports now are in New York City— Trash containers are all overflowing. Trash is being blown out all over the city. Uh, what happens when you don't clean up the garbage, the trash? Mm-hmm. Rats. Uh, oh, yeah. w- what is worse for a health issue? I I would submit to you, and again, I'm not a doctor, but uh, a, a rat infestation, I think, is going to be a whole lot worse than having 30 percent of your workforce not vaccinated.
1: But, you know, here's another case of sanitation workers, just like Law enforcement, just like first responders and uh, nurses and doctors, anybody in the healthcare industry, for the last year and a half, uh think about in New York City especially, when everyone was you know staying home and saving lives, those guys they were essential. They were cleaning up all the junk people were were putting in their garbage because they were staying home. It was okay, it was safe for them to work at that time. But now, just like yeah. first responders, oh, you got to get a vaccine, you out of here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's Boy, your your appreciation for you, the people that you called heroes just a few months ago now you're canning them doesn't uh, doesn't add up. Hey, we got to take a time out. When we get back, I, I promise you, if you stay with us during the next segment, we're going to get you laughing because there's stories out about Cousin Eddie that uh, interesting. <laughs> Let's put it that way. We'll be right back. <laughs> Go Brandon. When we are not covering Brandon's heroics.
3: This, uh, Brandon, he, what does he play? Well, Mr. President, they're not, um. <laughs> Folks, let's hear it for Brandon. What a job he's doing. Let's go, Brandon. Now back to news and let's news go. 3
0: and 103 7. Uh, well done, Clark. <laughs> it is about that bad. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, Take a look at your weather forecast for this November the 1st. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 47. Tuesday, patchy fog in the morning. Otherwise, uh, sunshine, high near 71. Uh, Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, low around 48. And then it cools down on Wednesday, partly sunny with high near 57. So tomorrow might be the last 70s day we have uh, for at least a few days anyway.
1: Yeah, I think really cold this weekend, coming weekend, like in the 30s
0: at night. At night. Yeah. Yeah don't uh don't tell me
1: 30s during the day yet <laughs> leave, leave that well just at nighttime just remember to uh bring in the brass monkeys so um <laughs> compute
0: north was a uh company that was going to come they were a cryptocurrency company that they they had applied to uh have a building out near Belvoir. Uh, Major building, they were going to hire quite a few people, big investment, uh, multimillion-dollar company. They have withdrawn their application or the presentation to the County uh, Board of Commissioners tonight. Uh, What's interesting about this story, at the same time, they're uh, talking about that. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP, they have released a... uh, statement on behalf of uh, Calvin Henderson saying that they were going to protest the Pitt County commissioners meeting tonight because why they say compute North a uh, company that was requesting special land use permit from the Pitt County board of commissioners to build a um, mining site. Now they actually going to build a mining site in eastern north carolina
1: well as i well when a mining site it's a data mining site so as i understand it it's going to be a big building with about fifty thousand computers or something a lot a lot of computers but there but naacp is presenting this as it's
0: going to be a danger to the belvoir elementary school as and and for the dozens of residents as if they're actually going to be doing mining in the traditional sense of the word um, anyway, I, you know, there's got to be a nexus between the fact that the NAACP and uh, Don uh, Cavanelli. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he is the uh, mastermind behind this protest. And he's got, uh, I understand, he's got sort of a questionable background.
1: I heard um, earlier, let's see, it was last week, I guess, I heard um, Henry had on t- uh, Tony Cannon with Greenville Utilities – and the ceo of this company compute north and basically uh you know talking about the project and you know trying to inform the public but particularly the county commissioners to keep an open mind and hear you know the studies they've done and and the research they've done, and and they've got other sites across the United States. And I think it's a lot of just misinformation, to be honest with you. And
0: well, is it that, or is it typical left wing? We want to destroy anything that's going to be successful, anything that's going to be uh, bring jobs. We we hate the American way of life. We hate capitalism. We hate free enterprise. A typical CRT. We're all about Marxism, and it's well, just
1: well, here here you go. I mean, here's here's example someone coming in they're going to have jobs they're going to add to the tax base and the democrats can't control that because they won't dangle government assistance by you know exactly just to your point
0: so this is where it really gets interesting Uh, and by the way we'll continue to follow that but it's you certainly have got a, a bottom at the end of the day this um new company that wanted to come in and build in belvoir and invest millions of dollars i mean we're not talking about just a little mom and pop coffee shop and we're talking about a major business investment yeah major uh, in an area of the county that would, would love to have this kind of addition
1: yeah and as i recall it was 50 plus million investment in in just hard assets and then um I think it was twenty seven to thirty jobs they were bringing wow. and high paying jobs high paying jobs and not to mention on the utility side you're bringing a utilities customer that helps uh, lower the load on everyone else as far as you know uh, a good co- anytime you can get a good commercial paying customer um, for the amount of investment i mean that's that's a win situation for all the customers
0: p j media And a few other outlets are uh, asking a question that many people are asking, but few people know the answer to when Cousin Eddie, Joe Biden, had his meeting with the Pope. Normally, you're meeting with the Pope. I think when Obama met with the Pope, 20 minutes, maybe Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe's meeting lasted, I think, close to 90 minutes. And um, (laughs) I had to wake him up. (laughs) Well, by the way, you did see that video today. He was at this uh, climate summit meeting over in uh, Scotland, (laughs) fell asleep during – well, you can't blame the guy for falling asleep. I mean, you have some bureaucrat up there droning on and on and on. And
1: a staffer had to bail him out, you know.
0: Yeah. Wake up. Wake up, Mr. President. The camera's on you. (laughs) Um, But why was he with the pope for so long? Uh, Much longer than um, Obama was. And some people thought, well, you know, maybe they had a real brouhaha over the abortion issue. The other interesting thing was normally, and and maybe it came out today, but normally after the Pope has a high-level meeting with a dignitary, like the President of the United States, the Vatican releases a statement Almost immediately after the meeting is concluded, you know, I mean, when I say immediately enough time to type something up, to talk about, you know, put their spin on it, talk about what they talked about and, you know, how how the meeting went. The Vatican didn't bring out any any statement Mm -hmm. on the Joe Biden meeting. The interesting thing. Yeah. If you're watching on cable seven, there's uh, or uh, Facebook, there's Joe falling asleep at the uh, climate uh, summit (laughs) in Scotland. But this is where it gets really interesting media outlets <laughs> i'm not making this up folks media outlets are reporting that perhaps joe soiled his drawers <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah the uh hashtag poopy pants <laughs> is uh one of the top uh on, friend- man. i'm sorry joe i just read the news well i'm uh, (laughs) That's him falling asleep, not pooping in his pants. Um, Conservative Twitter humorists um, had a field day. Uh, Spectators Damian Thompson chimed in that he had heard from an excellent source uh, that it was true. Donald Trump Jr. said, zero chance this didn't happen. (laughs) Uh, Now, obviously, the White House has not confirmed that Joe pooped in his pants. But... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of people. You know what's interesting about this, though. Is Breaking news. Apparently, mm-hmm. this is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> there, there's another story out. Many believe that Joe couldn't help himself during his meeting with Boris Johnson back on September the 22nd, and that's why the White House, if you remember that meeting, the White House staff cut Boris Johnson off in mid sentence and ask the news media to leave immediately with
1: no explanation <laughs> what he had to do, break wind or something or it was a lot more than breaking wind apparently i mean was... we well, you know the secret service as you know they always have um, they always have nicknames for the uh for the president and first lady right, right. for security purposes i think i think uh, uh um uh
0: carter was the deacon
1: yeah and uh uh, you know um joe biden is uh, it's what it's, it's kind of similar to one of the names of his corporations like celtic something kiopac I, I can't remember anyway i've I've heard what it is is it gonna be now shart <laughs> can you say that on the radio i, I, I probably should have asked first <laughs> fortunately that's probably not listed as one of the uh uh
0: anyway going on shart is in the building the um <laughs> Town Hall is reporting on a new NBC poll. And all I can say is poor Chuck Todd, he might have pooped in his pants when he had to give this information. I mean, it was – and he managed to do it without collapsing Chuck Todd because he he broke the story. No no pun intended, broke the story. Um, (laughs) About this new NBC poll came out this morning. Uh, th- this is this is really bad news. Now, a lot of people have looked at some of the other polls. Quinnipiac had a poll come out the other day, and it made Joe look real bad as well. And uh, But, you know, NBC, I mean, if there was ever an organization that was in the Democrats' pocket, it would be NBC and Chuck Todd. According to this new poll that NBC released, a majority of Americans now disapprove of Joe Biden's job performance— while half give him low marks for competence and uniting the country, according to the results. What's more, the survey finds that 7 in 10 adults, 70 percent, and almost half the Democrats, believe the nation is headed in the wrong direction. 70 percent of Americans believe that the nation is headed in the wrong direction. 60 percent who believe Joe Biden's stewardship of the economy is going in the wrong direction. This is just nine months into his presidency. 42% of adults say they approve of Joe Biden's overall job as president. That's a decline of seven points since August. Much of the attention coming from key parts of the Democratic base, 54% say they disapprove of the president's job. That's up six points since August. Biden was plus 14 in April. In August, he was still above water, barely. Now he's minus 12. So in April, he was plus 14. Now he is minus 12. Biden's favorable, unfavorable rating in the poll, 40% positive, uh, 48% negative. The poll finds 40% of Americans approving the president's handling of the economy, down seven points since August. 51% approving his handling of the coronavirus, down two points. Just 37% of adults give him high marks for being competent and effective as a president. So 63%... I, I mean, you have to conclude 63% think he's incompetent. I mean, would that's not how you read it? I would.
1: Well, if you're not, um, I mean, particularly when you look at some of the polls I saw the weekend, when you drill down to even the, out of the Democrat numbers, um, you know, I mean, that it, it, he's losing Democrats. Oh, yeah. Not just independents. He's losing a lot of Democrats.
0: Half the Democrats believe yeah. the nation is headed in the wrong direction. Half of his party. Now, mm. this is where it really gets interesting, though. When you listen, if if the midterms were held today, oh my gosh. Now granted, the midterms aren't for another year and that's eons away in political time. But listen, listen to this. This is from NBC News. The question was asked, which party would do a better job? Border security, Republicans plus 27 percentage points. Inflation, Republicans plus 24. Crime, Republicans plus 22. National security, Republicans plus 21. Economy, Republicans plus 18. Getting things done, Republicans plus 13. Wow. Mm. I mean, that—that that is uh,
1: devastating. I guess he did poop in his pants. <laughs> yeah, he read the poll numbers. But, you know, what? what's so bad about it? Yes, nine months into his presidency, but I want to ask people. You know, uh Joe Biden won independence at at better rates. I mean, Hillary well, Clinton lost them. You know, right? They claim him. Yeah, them. but um, I you know after nine months, uh, he's such exactly what, and the party is exactly not what Joe Biden was selling. I mean, the independents and even some moderate Republicans could say, okay, it's, it's a time, it's, we've had enough of this, divide and divide, and we've got a president that said he's going to unite the nation, and they have been absolutely anything but. Oh, the, 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 they they want to divide the nation. And, you know, I, I can sit back and I, mean, I can say, well, any reasonable person should have been able to saw it months ago, but still, they didn't. Well, and,
0: you, and, you, you, you would have known it just from the Obama presidency. I yeah. mean, the, you know, the great uniter was the great divider. But here's the the last point of this article. How many believe that the Joe Biden Build Back Better plan would benefit them of all the people that were asked. And this was an in-depth again, NBC, you know NBC tilted this for Biden's uh, better numbers. I, there's, I mean, you, you see these all the time, and, and when re- Republicans are getting decimated in these polls, you, you dig down deep into the numbers and you find out, wow, because they polled twice as many Democrats as they did Republicans. And I, and I would, I haven't dug down in this, but I would assume it's still that that still holds true. Twenty five percent of the people polled, just twenty five percent believe that build back better would benefit them. Seventy five percent said it's not either either it's gonna do nothing for them or hurt them.
1: Well maybe NBC releasing this, it might kind of support my some call conspiracy theory. Maybe they're behind oh, it. Maybe they're behind the rid 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 maybe it was all part of I, I still think it was all part of the plan. Any reasonable person <laughs> would know he's not going to survive. He's just not.
0: Um clark is uh our producer is, is he putting adding, he's adding sound effects is he
1: putting funny video or audio and uh, audio
0: yeah, oh. yeah, yeah it has something to do with the stories we've been covering <laughs> um <laughs> the um easy joe that's what that's probably what joe thinks of this poll but uh <laughs> yeah, these are your people that are doing this poll joe um yeah, I, I, this is this is is not good for Joe. But again, it it really deals with the Democrats in general. I mean, the, the what, what's interesting as well is as bad as the numbers are for uh, Republicans. Where was that in the story? Um, Republicans, you know, their approval rating was like um, minus 40 and the Democrats were like minus 60. So the Democrats across the board are uh, in in major trouble. Nancy Pelosi, Chucky Schumer, uh, Dickie Durbin they're, they're all they're all in trouble. Hey we got to take another time out. we get back uh, the big Virginia race that takes place tomorrow. What will happen? We'll try to give you some insight. <laughs>